0: Grace, mercy, and peace be to you from God our Father and from our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, amen. Thanks, John, for the choir this morning. Thank you for the solo this morning. Deliver me, Psalm 69, verse 14 says, from the sinking in the mire. Let me be delivered from my enemies and from the deep waters. Let not the flood sweep over me, or the the deep swallow me up, or the pit close its mouth over me. Answer me, O Lord, for your steadfast love is good. According to your abundant mercy, turn to me. Have you ever searched the help wanted ads? They're really quite interesting some of them are very short and simple others are very complex and very intricate in what kind of help that is wanted they are interesting because they always request help and they always request assistance i believe that people come into our lives in many ways as help-wanted ads. Take, for example, this occasion. I was absolutely certain it was about nothing. And yet people, it seems, when they sit around the fire and are just talking, when there's an imminent danger of a mortar round coming, don't just talk about nothing. I want you to know something, chaplain. What's that, Smitty? I want you to know what I've done, chaplain. Well, Schmitty, what have you done? Those are the opening words. To a want ad for help. The beginning of a confession heard in the middle of nowhere, beneath the stars, and in the light of a waning fire. I wasn't really sure exactly what Schmidt was going to tell me about. I only recognized the moment for what it was a simple want ad with profound personal implications for another person. That soldier was about ready to tell me his sins as God's representative, a God who was working at that moment on his soul. I could see in his eyes the pure sadness I could see his voice come out in trembling, stilted words. I could see that he was telling me the most deep thing that any human being could tell another. And in an ever-increasing way, we see this world that we live in today, in this global economic crisis, coming to us as if they are a want ad. We can see the effects of sin in the lives of people, the greed, the gods of our culture. We can see how the world has gone mad, and we can see the out-of-touch lack of concern that we have for others. And then when we hear about a murder, or when we learn about a Ponzi scheme, it just reinforces for us what we already know. We have fallen short of the glory of God. But you know, I really don't have to convince you of that. After all, every one of us has, has experienced sin firsthand. And that's obvious all around us. We need only look in that mirror of God. With our confession, I, a poor, miserable sinner, we place ourselves in the acknowledgement category before God, seeking what he alone can give to a soul. Deliverance. David today in Psalm 69 is placing a want ad with God. He's seeking God's deliverance, sink, sinking in the mire, about to be overwhelmed by the waters. He admits everything in his life is helpless and hopeless, and he has no other place to go but God Almighty. And he asked God this, God, rescue me. David's feeling was exactly like Schmidt's, I think. David was living with the burden of his own sinfulness. He also knew that his enemies were using his sinfulness against him. One would be this sin that he had committed with Bathsheba, the wife of Uriah. Nathan had called him to account, you remember, and now his enemies were throwing it up in his face over and over again up goes David's want ad for help to God. Lord, I need your help. Lord, I desire your deliverance. And today we are no less concerned about the difficulties in our own lives, about our futures, about our financial obligations, about the terror of what we do not know And it's the plea that we lay before God Almighty. Lord, deliver me from this. Schmitty asked for God's help. David asked for God's help. We ask for God's help. And yet there is another kind of deliverance all around us, readily at hand. It's the devil that would invite us to not have forgiveness, but to have fire. It offers the response to a one-add of helplessness and hopelessness and utter worthlessness in our lives. Satan comes to say the sin is too great. The penalty is too huge. The burden is too heavy and the hill is too high. And he questions the need for doing any kind of confession at all. And the help we want becomes self-centered pity. What one of us hasn't asked God for help? The psalmist's plea is a recognition that help comes alone from God. Our confession and our help is in the Lord's gracious and good hands. The fire is warm again, and soldiers just don't sit out around the fire unless there's something to talk about, because mortar shells are imminent. It seems there's always some point to the conversation. Then someone says, You know what, chaplain? What? You're a chaplain. What? You know, I feel as a chaplain so far away from God. I don't feel like going to church. I don't feel like sharing God. I don't feel in touch with God anymore in my life. But Larry, you're a chaplain. And around that fire, a help wanted ad goes up to God again. He seeking deliverance through the way and the truth and the life. I find it amazing how Schmidt and David and Larry connect with us today. Our longing as a child of God is for that intimate relationship with him. In our baptism, given that gift, in our baptism, the loving kindness of God poured into our heart. And there the Almighty God saying, I'll answer your plea for help. And who does God use? He uses his servants. He uses you and he uses me. He announces through us that deliverance is at hand. God answers that want ad through his called servants of the word, as they announce to you the grace of God and the deliverance from all your sin. Which is easier, to paraphrase Jesus, to say to a person, get up and walk? Or to say, your sins are forgiven? As, our, as we publicly seek to proclaim the gracious good news of Jesus to the lives of those who have put up their one ads, It is. It is as if Jesus himself were saying it and we were spouting his words. That's the announcement, the hope of God, the absolution of God. But I would be dishonest with you if I didn't also say there is a burdensome part for every pastor who has to also announce your sins are retained. Your sins are retained because you refuse to turn from your sin. You refuse the deliverance that God has given to you. Our office is to make both kinds of announcements. Our prayer is always that the grace of God flow into the heart of his people Our prayer is that when we announce to unrepentant sinners, that they too not walk away, but turn from their sin and receive the gift of God's grace. May God grant for each one of you that opportunity. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen.